Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, friends, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Believe in Sparks on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Stacey Pates, and today a special guest. I love all of our guests, and I'm super excited to welcome in Rashawn Haylock today. Hey, Rashawn. Stacy, what's going on? <laughs> How are you? I am well, and I'm so happy to have you on this podcast because I hear you on the conference calls all the time, and I love the questions that you ask our Sparks players and coach and um, just knowing the little that I do about you, I was super excited to get to know even more about you. So give us a little 411 on who is Rashawn Haylock? How did you get started in this business and why? <laughs> that is a loaded question. <laughs> um, first of all, thank you. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is the first, um, well, podcast for sure that I've done. Um, sparks related. So I appreciate you yes. and, and your coverage of the league and, and of these fantastic women and, and the great uh, organization that is the Sparks. So um, thank you for that. Um, for me, um, I'm an LA boy right here, born and raised. Uh, I, I, I went to Sparks games um, growing up. A buddy of mine lived in Inglewood and he would get free tickets from the YMCA there in, in Inglewood. And so we would go to Sparks games at the forum um, you know, so we spent many, you know, summer nights uh, at Sparks games. And so this, this truly is, you know, a dream come true to, to be able to have this, this position. Um, I went to Cal State Northridge. I worked behind the scenes doing a bunch of television production stuff over at Channel 2 and Channel 9. Um, and was able to transfer to doing a little bit more uh, in front of the camera stuff just for the website. You know, being in front of the camera was always something that I wanted to do. Um, and so, you know, they gave me some opportunities there over at Channel 2 and over at Channel 9. And then um, I guess maybe my first big break, I guess you could say, was uh, with Fox Sports West, which is now Bally's, um, but becoming the uh, sideline reporter for their high school football package and then their Big West basketball. And then that translated into me doing a little bit more stuff with ESPN um, on their digital platform with the with the Big West uh, conference doing you know men's and women's games um, and uh, recently got hired by KTLA last August and then um, this offseason uh, got the call from the Sparks and so it's been uh, it's been a pretty pretty interesting nine or so months here for me just in terms of like career evolution but it's uh, it's been fantastic. You and I both know God makes no mistakes. And Man, <laughs> say right? it again. I don't think they God heard you makes back. no mistakes. <laughs> None of them. And I, I love that story too. You and I have so much in common in terms of I started behind the scenes as well, knew I wanted to be on camera and and just did my paid my dues as they call it and and just really always had that idea and that that goal and that drive to to just do more and we are so blessed we are so fortunate to be able to 
cover sports. I mean, my goodness, we are so lucky. And I love it for you too, being in your home state and, and being able to cover the Sparks when you used to go to their games. That is so beautiful. I love that so much. And for me, this career is my purpose. Describe how this levels you up as as what you wanted to do as not just a, only a career, but also in the community and being where you're from? That's a very great question, Stacey. And, I, and I'm glad you, you, you asked that. Um, I would say, well, first of all, um, no secret, I'm a, a, man, a man of color, right? And so there aren't very many men of color or women of color for that matter, doing play-by-play. And so I think um, that right there is, um, I, I think that's something right there in itself, right? And then also just, uh, you know, I'm from, you know, right here in, in, in the community, you know, grew up in the inner city. And so, um, you know, still, you know, you go to the barbershop, you know, you get your hair cut, things of that nature. And so just going there and, and, and just talking to people either I grew up with or people that you know, you have just kind of seen my rise through this profession and how much it means to them, right? And so they have someone um, that they can look to, that they can say, look, you know, like he made it out of these circumstances, you know, why can't I? We'll be back with more with Rashawn Haylock right after this. If you are into sports betting, Bet Online is where you can find it. From the NBA and hockey playoffs to baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures. Bet Online has it all, the latest odds, news, and information for your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Someone told me one day I was, I was at the barbershop and, and it really hit home. It, it was, and this is when I was uh, still doing the high school stuff. And he said, man, we need you on TV. Um, and that really hit me hard. And so I feel like when I'm doing this, like I'm not only doing it for myself, I'm doing it for so many others who, you know, may not have a voice or may not have the opportunity or, you know, missed out on some opportunities or, or whatnot. And so like, you know, you talk about just how this business can be, you know, such a grind. Um, I mean, I, I think a lot of it is purposeful, right? Like, I, I think God puts you in, in certain situations for a reason. You may not always know what that reason is at the time, but um, I think it, it's, it's, it's definitely very purposeful. And it's something that it's a huge responsibility. It's not anything that, that I take lightly, you know, whatsoever. And like, is it a dream come true? Absolutely. Am I having fun? Am I enjoying what I'm doing? Absolutely. Like all those things are, are all great, but you still have to be mindful that, um, you know, people are watching, like you, you never really know, you know, who's watching or, 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 um, you know, what they're taking from you, whether you're, you know, whether you're doing a game, you're actually at a game or whether you may just be out, you know, just on an off day or whatever, you know, just walking the streets. Um, people are, people are paying attention. People are noticing. And so, um, I carry, I carry that responsibility, you know, with me and the responsibility of, of so many others who, um, who, you know, may have wanted to do this, but just never had the guidance or the direction or the, the know-how or, um, never had the help 
you know, to be able to get here. Cause I mean, I mean, as you know, Stacey, like nobody gets there on their own. People tell you, you know, those, whoever tells you they, they did this on their own or they got there by themselves. Um, as my partner, Roz, go on one day on, on, on the broadcast would say, I got to start to sell them. Right. Because it just, it just doesn't work that way. Right. Like there, there's so many helping hands, so many people who have helped me to, to get to this spot and are still helping me now. Like, you know, John Ireland, man, I shadowed him for years. <laughs> right. And so, um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think, I think all of that stuff matters. And, and so um, representation matters, but also like being just a good example. I, I think that that matters. And so there is a lot of purpose to it. Absolutely. I appreciate your sharing that very much. People assume that what we do is so glamorous. We just show up for a game, we sit courtside, and then it's just the most amazing experience ever. Is this experience great? For sure. But it takes a lot of prep work. Yeah. You don't just show up at a game. These are days and days in advance. And also, you know, you, you're carrying more than one weight. You cover more than one sport, as do I. And the WNBA season, these games are fast and furious. You can barely get through the one before you're preparing for the next. So that's, that's something else that a lot of people do not understand. And especially for play-by-play. Describe how you specifically prepare for play-by-play. Uh, it's... It, it's um like you said it, it's very interesting right and, and this this is probably the busiest little stretch I've had here with the spark so far for me you know it, it starts with you know I have I have my charts that I make my boards that I make and so I kind of start with that maybe you know a week or so out um maybe even sooner maybe even further than that you know if, if time allows and I'll just shell it I'll just you know get names and numbers and stuff down um and then as we get closer to the game I'll start filling out you know sort of more of that information and then in between time you know I'm getting that information from you know there's a lot of reading right like articles you know that are written about, about certain players you know their old um college websites maybe some old stories written about them going back to their high school days um I'm I'm more of a, a of a storyteller than a stats person. Um, I know a lot of people get into the stats and the analytics and all that stuff, which is fine. Like there's there's nothing wrong with that. But um, I I like more the the personal side of things. Like who is this person, right? Like you know, like Tina Charles, like you know, her aunt passed away, and so you know, um, you know, a uh, heart failure is something that's very near and dear to her. Right. So she's gone around and she's put AEDs in all these schools and stuff and, and, and all these different places, you know, throughout New York and other, and other, other parts um, of the country and the world for that matter as well. Right. So like little things like that kind of hit home with me, that kind of resonate with me, you know, Dierica Hamby, her being a mother, right. We saw that in the 144 doc, um, you know, Bria Holmes and, and just, you know, her story of, of being a mother and, you know, just the sacrifices she, she made just to make this spark squad. Um, so things like that, um, I kind of look for like those human interest type type stories that that I can tell throughout the game. And then also um, I'll watch, uh, you know, I typically try to watch at least one game, if not more um, of the team that we're playing. Right. So I usually like I usually like to watch, you know, the last game they played prior to them coming to play. Um, the sparks and that just kind of gives me a feel of like you know who the players are you know maybe some insights to maybe their mannerisms um, things that they like to do on the basketball floor 
um, you know, and, and also I, I for identification purposes, too, as well, you know, like make, making sure, you know, you get your names and your numbers and all that stuff, you know, uh, in line. Um, and so that's typically how, how I go about it. And then on a game day, you know, we'll have a, a call after shoot around. It'll be a couple of players available that we'll talk to. And then we, uh, Roz and I will talk to Coach Fisher um, after shoot around. Uh, he does a call with just her and I. And then sometimes we can get the opposing coach. Uh, it just kind of depends on, you know, what their schedule is like. But uh, they also have a shoot around. If they have a shoot around availability, I'll chime into that as well. And then maybe put the final touches on my boards and then uh, print and head down to the convention center. And then once, once we get to the convention center, there's a couple of pregame calls uh, with the coach, with the coaches, um, one with Coach Fisher, one with uh, whoever the opposing coach is. I'll try to hop on those as well. And then Roz and I will just kind of talk through, you know, how the broadcast is, is going to go, certain things that we may want to hit on in terms of like in the open or um, as it relates to like the starting lineups, things of that nature. Uh, and then it's, you know, once they tip it off, it's, it's go time. And all that information you studied, you use like none of it during the game. <laughs> it's amazing. I know, but you know, um, but you, but you know, it's, all, it's, it's always better to have more than not enough. It's always you, better. Yeah. Ooh, Cause you have to have some fill time. You always you have, have to have to. things in your you back pocket to. just in case there's a long time out or an injury, or there could be something silly going on water on the floor. It could be anything, you anything, have have. anything. Yeah. yeah. A coach's yeah. challenge or replay or something. So typically, yeah. I mean, typically you, and, and I've, I've heard like a lot of the greats say this, like, Typically, like if, if they've had a good game, they may have used 10 percent of the information on their boards, um, which is um, which is great. I mean, you know, that means the game is the, you won't allow the game to be the game. Right. So that means the game is flowing. The game is going well. And so you don't really have to dive into, you know, some of that other stuff that you've been researching. So you're outnumbered at the crib. You have a beautiful wife and a daughter. In what ways has been covering, as you've covered the WNBA and gotten to know even more about it, because now you're entrenched in it. You might have known a little bit before the season started, but now you're in it, in it. In what ways, whether your daughter grows up to actually play basketball or not, or have any interest in it or not, as a dad of a little girl, how special is it to know that something like this exists and we're also seeing growth and change within women's sports across the board? Yeah, you know, that's a great point because, um, you know, I watched the WNBA, you know, somewhat casually, um, but now obviously being a member of the Sparks, you know, you kind of, you got to get into it, right? And so it's, it's sort of relearning the league and, and things of that nature. Um, and so, you know, that part has been, has been fun, but it's been challenging as well. But I, I think on a personal note, I think this goes back to when my wife was originally pregnant and um, I forget, I forget what the, the, the topic was, but Muffin McGraw, who was the Notre Dame mm -hmm. coach at, a, at the time, she spoke about something and it was so passionate. And it, it was sort of like a light bulb moment for me just in terms of how, um, you know, women were mistreated or the women's game was undervalued or, or overlooked or things of that nature. And so now being a part of the league, um, you know, you, you see that you're starting to see, I'm starting to see that, you know, even more, um, from a personal level, but at the same time, as you mentioned, like seeing the growth of this fantastic league has been, 
um, great. You know, obviously, like, this is year 25. And I'm not sure how many people thought that this year would make it to C25. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I was there day one, you know, sitting on my couch, you know, waiting for Lisa Leslie to tip off. And, mm-hmm. and like, I don't know that I thought that, like, that I had the foresight to think that the league would be here 25 years later. It just wasn't anything that I thought about, you know. Yeah. But the fact that it is... And we've seen so many leagues like come and go, whether it be women's professional leagues or whether it be like we like in the last two years, we've seen how many football leagues fold. Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, the fact that they're here, I think, is, is a huge milestone. And the numbers are up, you know, from a national level. Um, I think what they're doing over at ESPN and, and ABC is, has been great for the game. Um, I think there's a lot more interest in the game. Uh, just in terms and, and, and a lot of these women have become even bigger stars right today. Um, like NECA is going to be in, you know, in, in this new Space Jam movie coming up. Um, Taya Cooper is a part of the Jordan brand, you know, which is huge. Right. Mm-hmm. And so is Arella Gidante is like huge. Right. And so um, it's great to see the progression, but it, it's almost like I feel like I'm in the fight now. Right. Like, you know, and, and, and a lot of it, I was just talking to um, an old high school friend about this the other day and he has a daughter playing club volleyball. And he said, ever since, you know, he became a dad um, to, to his little girl, like it's changed his outlook, his view on everything. And like, I've already started to, to see that. Like I started to see that before, you know, before summer, our daughter was even born. And so um yeah it, it absolutely has changed my outlook and, and the way I view things and and now it's just it's I feel like I'm entrenched in the fight right like you want more coverage you want more attention being you know being given to these women because they're great and and one thing that I don't think I knew until I joined the Sparks was that this this is the toughest league in the world to make a team I don't yeah, I mean, you got 144 spots, right? And, and like, I don't think I knew this. I don't. I don't think I knew. Like, I knew it was high level basketball. Obviously, it was you know, I knew it was the best players in the world. But I, I didn't know to what degree it went. Like, there are a lot of talented women right now that don't have a job in the WNBA, and it is, it is phenomenal. Um, just, just how tough this league is. I think that was, that hit me right upside the head, you know, once, you know, once the, uh, once we got through training camp and everything. And you and I both know, I mean, this business, even though their business is on the floor and ours is just on the other side of the floor, it's entertainment and it's the same kind of beast. And, and there's no guarantees, no matter how you show up, you can be, you can show up strong every day and certain things, weird things happen, different things happen. People go different directions and we just have to stay the course, just have to stay the course. From your vantage point, we know how powerful this team of women is. We know that they're well coached with Fred and Coach T and now Simone, I love that, and Derek. Like, and, and we, we know what they have as a core. We also know injuries stink and injuries hit every team and they've hit the LA Sparks hard and fast. What has been the overall mood of the team how are they digging deeper and deeper every day from what you can see? Yeah, I think one thing I've been struck by is just the resilience of this group, right? Like, they just continue to keep taking the hits as they come and continue to keep trying to find new ways um, to, to win games and to go out there and compete. I, I think the, this, little, this late surge you've seen by 
Erica Wheeler, and then that also being complemented by this most recent surge of Taya Cooper just sort of speaks to that. Um, I mean, look, this team has been snake bitten by so many injuries. It's, it's, it's incredible. And, and the interesting thing about this is, you know, we're nearing the midway point and the Olympic break will be here, you know, before we know it. Um, we still haven't seen this team. <laughs> you know, like we still don't know what this team can be, what this team is capable of. And um, I, 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 I applaud their resilience. I applaud their grit and their toughness. Um, because one thing about it, as tough as it's been dealing with the injuries, this, that, and the other, one thing this team does is bring its defense every single night. If you know anything about basketball, you know defense is all heart and effort, right? Or, or a lot of it is, right? And and for them to be as scrappy and tenacious as they are in, in the way that they're able to force turnovers and to get steals and deflections and things of that nature, um, they're a problem for a lot of teams in this league and for them to continue to go and do that night in and night out, you know, with the numbers being low, you know, with having, you know, seven, eight players in uniform, you know, on, on some nights, um, I, I really do applaud their effort. And I mean, they're, they're, they're right there. And, and if you look at the standings, I mean, for the majority of the year, it's been sort of a log jam from, from four to, to 10 essentially. Right. And so, um, yes, the, this first half has been a little rough, but but I, I I would I would encourage Sparks fans to you know just hold tight, hold steady. You know we're we're going to get some of our players back, and and, and Neca and Shanae and, and Christy Tolliver, um, and we also got some fantastic new additions and and Lauren Cox as well. And so um, we're really going to see. I think the second half we're really going to get a better idea of what this team is, and and um. I think we're going to see a lot of growth, you know, in the second half as well. And I think the schedule will be a little bit, um, a little bit more forgiving in the second half. I join you in that optimism, Rashawn. Thank you so much. Rashawn Haylock, our guest today on Believe in Sparks. Such a pleasure. You are a gem of a human. And now fans, you know a little bit more about the voice, the man, the face behind the play-by-play duties of your LA Sparks. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Stacy. I, I appreciate you for having me. And and to, to the fans out there, some that have reached out on social media, even some that have come up uh, to us at the convention center, um, you know, your words aren't lost on me. So I definitely appreciate, you know, the love that's been shown um, so far, whether it's on social media or in person or what have you. Um, and so uh, happy to be a part of the family. And thanks for having me, Stacy. It's a privilege and an honor. Thank you, Rashawn. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Believe in Sparks. And you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, Spotify, Luminary, iHeart, and Believe.com. And you can follow Believe Podcasts on social media at Believe Podcasts as well as at Believe Sports. And you can follow me at Stacey Pates. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening to this episode of Believe in Sparks presented by BetOnline.ag. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Granger for the ones who get it done.